Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Hey, it's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Good evening. Now, our next guest has had an extraordinarily fascinating life and has gone from I suppose being a petty crime or petty criminal robbing small time things like cars to upgrading in many ways to being a bank robber has spent years behind bars and has now decided to completely transform his life training to be a therapist to try and help young men and women avoid some of the mistakes that he found himself in back when he was growing up and avoid the situations that he found himself in as well and we're delighted to welcome to Room 104 tonight on the show Anthony Roberts sir how are you? I'm not too bad thank you very much mate doing good Thanks so much for coming on, Anthony. Now, this is obviously uh, a, a mind-blowing story, really. Can you just take us back to where it all began, like the crime? Uh, I started committing crime when I was um, I was a very young boy. I, I, I started actually committing crime when I was about nine, probably younger than that, actually, to be fair. Uh, but I started to commit crime to uh, for funding when I was about 13. Can you remember the first thing you ever kind of robbed the first time you ever did it? Yeah, the first things I started doing was just petty things like uh, stealing things from cars, like little silly things, mobile phones, laptops. And then obviously we then got a bit bigger, realised that this sort of lifestyle was quite lucrative. Um, and um, yeah, we just progressed as you would any other sort of career. Uh, you learn more, you go to prison, you meet more people, um, you hear about other things that they do. Uh, then you think about things that you want to aspire to and then um, you, you just do more and more and more and more and you learn as you go along. It's just basically like a normal job. It's just a criminal job. As a nine-year-old, you were so young. Obviously, you know, you were surrounded by people that were doing this full time. Um, well, the thing is, at the time, I was running away from care homes and because I was in the, because I was in the children's homes at the time, um, I'd run away. I'd run away an awful lot because... I'd rather be on the streets than be in the care homes, you know. So um, I was on the streets and I had to feed myself. I had to live. I had to um, I had to clothe myself. I had to eat. Um, so crime was the only thing that I could really could really get into, really. But when you were kind of, you know, growing up in that age, 10, 11, 12, 13, becoming a teenager and, and starting, I suppose, to grow up, and you mentioned it was maybe more lucrative than you realised, how much... Would you have been, let's say, earning as a as a teenager from doing this? Well, it depends. Um, some days you you wouldn't get much. Some days you'd get more. Um, obviously, because I used to literally walk on the streets all day, every day. I'd be on like just walking and robbing, walking and robbing. And on a good day, I'd probably make about two hundred quid, something like that. Some days I wouldn't even make that. Some days I wouldn't make nothing. You know. Um, so it was it was basically luck of the draw, really. I'd basically pound in the pavement, stay at night, and um, 
just finding stuff to nick and, and sell and try and get get it by. And then when was your first encounter with jail? Oh, prison. The first time I went to prison uh, was for a big uh, police chase that was in uh, central London. I was only 16 years old. I'd stolen a car to go to a friend's house because at this at this age, I progressed onto stealing cars and um, I used to nick motors, uh, to, one, to get around and two, to sell, you know? So um, that's what happened. And I got a police chase. I had a big police chase in central London. Um, I crashed into a police car outside Paddington Green Police Station, uh, carried on going up Park Lane the wrong way, Pic- uh, Piccadilly Circus, um, Marleburne, all, all down central London. And then... Um, eventually put the stinger out which popped my tires and then I got boxed in by the police and I ended up going to jail for 10 months for that and Jay you mentioned obviously then you know you're going to prison and was that was that a good thing for you was that a bad thing for you as in did you we introduced to more criminals and learn more stuff and come out and continue doing it one thing it kept me busy it kept me kept me safe uh, had a roof over my head I was getting meals I was getting fed every day so in that sense, it was probably good for me. But as an educational level, um, I learned a lot more from going to prison because I met more criminals that had done better, like better crimes, bigger crimes. And then obviously you listen to their stories and then you, you, you think of your own things and then you put their stories and your stuff together and then you start going out and you commit more audacious crimes, more bigger crimes. And that's how it progresses from there. It's like going to university, but for prison. Prison is basically the university for youngsters, isn't it? So at what point then did you say, this is it, I need to change? Um, I, I, I actually threw in the towel with, um, with all of my crime stuff, everything to do with crime. When I was, um, when I was about 26, um, I, got a, um, I had a victim in one of the robberies that we committed because obviously we, I, I went to jail for robbing the banks back in the day and then I come out of jail and I carried on committing crime and I got arrested for uh, doing a... A robbery in a hotel where we um, had weapons involved. There was a gun involved and a knife involved, and uh, we demanded access to the safe, that sort of stuff. And then we got arrested for a robbery on a woman who had a lot of jewelry in their safe, who I was told was a um, property developer. So the things you got to understand with this criminal life, you don't have any morals. Um, when you grow up in the care system and you grow up in children's homes and if you're not loved and you see a lot of violence and a lot of aggression in your life. It becomes, you become violent. You use violence, hence robbery turned into my choice of financial gain was through robbery. And with robbery, you have to use a level of violence uh, to control people. And that's what we did, unfortunately. Can you remember the moment where you just said enough is enough and that's it now? And, and what did you do from there to kind of get yourself out of the life of crime? And uh, that, that touched me in a way that I felt I connected with my victim. Um, if people watch my podcast, they'll have, they'll actually have a better understanding of what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, it was the victim impact statement that that made me realise how how bad my behaviour is and how much my behaviour affects other people, which I didn't, I never ever thought that I would affect people in, in such a way. Now I can understand robberies being a traumatising thing and, and frightening, but at the same time, you don't think that it's going to leave people lasting memories for the rest of their life. And with her impact statement, it, I realised there and then that it's actually extremely bad what it does to people. It terrifies people, and I didn't want I didn't want to do that to no one else. Did you ever reach out to her personally? No, I've tried to. Um, I, I tried to do this um, something through the prison called Restorical Justice, and that's where you reach out. So I wrote a letter to my victim, trying to express my my sincere apology to her, but 
she never got back in contact and I, and I don't blame her. Why would she want to get back in or have contact with someone like myself after what I did to her, you know? So when you, um, you know, you look back at your younger self who was involved in this and you look back at yourself, Robin Banks, um, can you I suppose understand what you were missing back then or what kind of what maybe you didn't have that led you to do that? See, the thing is when you're, when you're a young child and you go through so many different types of trauma, sexual abuse, violence, uh, being pushed from pillar to post, being bullied, um, and a whole lot of, of, of other bad things happening to such a young kid. When you, when you get that happening to you all the time, it mentally changes you, you know, well, it did me anyway. And I just, I don't know. I just, um, I just went, I went crazy as a kid because I went through everything that I, I went through and, uh, I cut all the, but well, my, my ex criminal friends, I sort of stepped away from them. Um, I, I had, I met my wife, my future wife, and me and I settled down. We moved away, um, and I, I started joining groups um, like uh, anti-knife campaign groups and stuff like that. Which I'm now, fat, um, I'm now ambassador of Change Your Life, Put Down Your Knife, um, and that that group is basically for um, it's for people to try and um, tell the younger generation about look at us, look what we've done. All these young kids are out there killing each other at the minute. It's a real big thing. Everyone's stabbing everyone. And we're trying to get out there and put the message out there to tell the young kids that it's, it's not about carrying weapons. Like it's not about committing crimes. It's not about selling drugs and, and, and being a negative impact on your on, on your community. If you if you keep all carrying weapons, one, you're going to go to prison. Two, you're going to end up killing someone or worse, you end up getting killed yourself. Now, the ripple effect from that is massive. You've got so many victims, like it affects everybody. Myself and, and a few of my friends around us, we try and, um, try and persuade young people to just not do this crime stuff no more. And How are you feeling now? Um, life's, life's a lot better now. Obviously, um, life's life, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, things are, things are a lot better now. Um, I'm not involved in any crime no more, thank God. Um, and it's quite, I'm quite fortunate because a lot of my f- older friends and some of my other friends that were used to be naughty are now following suit. They're doing charity work as well. They're getting in the ring, the boxing ring, to try and show the kids that you don't have to work, you don't have to carry weapons. You can you can fight like a normal man and get in the ring and do something positive. Um, and they've they've decided to not be criminal no more and, and, and follow suit like myself. So if if it's catching, it's working. It's just it's a work in progress, isn't it? One hundred percent. Are you uh, trained to be a therapist as well? That's correct. Yeah, I train with um, a, a very uh, a very established lady, Karina Hutchiboot. Um, she's worldwide. Uh, she's very intelligent lady and um, my myself her and um, my partner are actually training to be um, a therapist as well as other things but I understand about feelings and emotions I understand, I understand about trying to control your feelings and a lot of people that suffer from trauma especially sexual trauma they have they have a lot of um, they suffer from deep mental like pain you know so to try and help someone get rid of that pain try and help them to understand that when people are hurt when someone hurts you it's not actually your fault it's their fault and and to make sure that when you hold on to things that these people still have sort of power on you and if you if you don't speak about things then it causes other things other problems like people end up taking a lot of drugs people end up drinking alcohol and and this is this is what we try and promote the fact that you should talk about your problems talk about past things even though it's hard it's embarrassing and sometimes it can be shameful talking about things is 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 the only way for my this is how I've made, made managed to change I suffered horrendous child abuse and it scarred me as, a, as an older person and 
I I was I was a very damaged young kid. I, I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about anybody or anything. All I cared about was what I wanted, and that was it. Uh, I've turned. I was a very selfish kid, but I was also a very damaged kid. Um, and going through therapy and things like that, and understanding and learning to let go of of bad things is what's made me really manage to change and and also try and help other people to to change and help other people do good with their life. Well, you should be very proud of yourself. I, I am. I am. To be fair, I am. I'm. I'm a lot. I'm. I'm a happy man. I'll put it that way. And it's only getting better. We've got lots of big things coming up. Uh, my charity that I'm working with, um, Change Your Life, Put Down Your Knife, Ben Span, uh, Ben Hatchet, Paul uh, Stantonbury, and um, Fireball Labs. These guys we're putting up a big event in 2022 in Wales. It's going to be a big boxing match there. We've got. Uh, People like Celebrity Soccer are going to be there during the daytime. Uh, we're going to have, um, I think, M.R. is going to be there. There's going to be a few other rappers there. And then, obviously, we're going to have a lot of boxes as well. And we're doing this, obviously, to raise money for charity so we can get some more bleed control kits put around. Because with my charity, what they've what we've done, I live in uh, Buckinghamshire, but the charity I'm actually ambassador for is is from, um, it's from Lemon Spa. But we've been getting things like a bleed control kit basically save someone's life with that bit of equipment it's been used a few times you've got uh it's like it's got like special pumps in it and special mm. band-aids in it so if someone does get stabbed you can put it in the body pump it up and it stops them from losing blood so our charity's doing things like that we do a lot of um bike rides and stuff and we do this just to way to raise awareness you know as well as all the other stuff we do yeah. at the boxing matches and yeah it's, it's just all positive things and trying to help people it's always positive isn't it uh, well Anthony we appreciate you giving up your time this evening to talk to us here on FM 104 it's a fascinating uh, story and a uh, fascinating way you've been able to transform your life and do the work that you're doing um, website social media mentioned podcasts where's the best place to find you online if people want to connect the best place to find me is on um, I'm on Instagram um, Anthony Roberts uh, 1984 I'm on um, YouTube uh, it's on the road with Anthony Roberts. Uh, that's where you can see all of my updates and all of my podcasts. Obviously, Lads Bible as well. Um, and yeah, that's a normal, just a normal, um, the normal platforms, mate. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. No problem. Thank you very much. Take care. Have a nice evening, guys. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.